Okay, we're back with Janet Jones. Uh, we did a podcast with her in May. Now it's December 2023. So a lot's been going on, Janet. You you're, you're, you're keep on writing. We got a couple of scripts to talk about. Okay, let's do it. So let's talk about uh, cheap, sexy, and shocking. Uh, like, which another winning script of yours. Uh, it seems to be doing very well for you. It's based on a career of uh, Louise Down, right? So she was part of the exploitation cinema movement in the sixties. She was. She started off as a nudie cutie actress in Miami in the early 60s. And essentially what a nudie cutie actress is, is that (laughs) um, they don't have shirts on (laughs) or bras. And the nudie, I guess, take less part of the... Yeah. <laughs> and then the cutie part is that they're very gentle stories like you know detective stories or you know things they're not like um uh porn oriented or anything they're just they often happen at nudist camps which in Miami you know there were a lot of them in the 60s and there was a court case that allowed for these kind of um, movies to be made so she started off her career she was from Miami and started off her career this way she went to the University of Miami she was a beauty queen type of gal you know blonde kind of Hitchcock low-grade Hitchcock kind of blonde you know and so um so that's how she started her career and how I found her was I'd written this book about Detroit um nothing to do with film was about sculptures in Detroit telling the story of the city through these public sculptures And I finished it and I thought, oh, maybe I'll write another book about Detroit. And, you know, I wrote a book about movie theaters and I'm like, oh, maybe movie theaters in Detroit. So I started um, doing research and I found this article about her and it was like, you know, she makes dirty movies or whatever. I'm like, what? And so um, it was a really compelling article and um, Herschel Gordon Lewis I think that's his, he's the big exploitation director. Um, He kind of interrupts her during this interview. And she's trying to talk about how like her stuff is kind of socially significant. And he's like, not really, (laughs) you know, (laughs) nothing you'd show at a church social. And I was like, oh, this is really interesting. Like the, um, relationship between the two of them I can even see in this newspaper article and then you know and that she's trying to do something important and he's trying to not do he's trying to do exploitation you know so she was walking this fine line with him and she was writing the stuff writing these films and like she devils on wheels you've got to see it if you haven't devils on wheels she doubles on well, wheels. First of all, where can you see the? Can you see these movies? You can, you where? can, like yeah. you can, like get them on Netflix. I that's where I saw. You can saw. see she, she Devils on Wheels as as on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, and the girl, the body, and the pill. Another one that I refer, you know, that's um, critical to the script. And so, um, 
she tried to make socially significant films and he tried not to. <laughs> and they worked together for like 10 years. Yeah. And then he stopped and so did she. And she moved away and got married and had kids. And, you know, she just stopped all of it, which is sad. And he passed away. She's still alive. And, um, but he later in his life was rediscovered by film nerds. Gotcha. And um, he never mentions her, never gives her any credit at all. So my whole thing was I wrote an academic article about her. And so I really did like all the research and, and everything. And then I was like, but that's not enough, you know, and I want to make the story better at the end. Yeah. So, so, and I hadn't written something that was based on uh, a true story. So I wanted to um, try so, so that's, um, that's what I did. And so, you know, it was historical, so it's Miami in the sixties and, yeah. um, you know, it's a, a woman who wants to make movies that matter and kind of getting, mm, you know, um, barricades at every turn. And I thought visually it would be interesting because, um, she Devils on Wheels is about a uh, you know a women um, biker gang, and that was real. Nineteen sixty-eight, right? Like a female biker gang was pretty pretty much ahead of its way ahead of its time, right? Yeah, and then the girl, the body, and the pill. This is before um, abortions are legal, and it's she shows you know that shows a, an abortion basically on screen or right after the abortion. And that's one of the first times abortions have ever been shown on um, a movie screen before. So, um, so she's pretty significant, you know, but I, um, but in the script, I have her moved to New York and become a documentary filmmaker and, you know, <laughs> so I got to end it the way I wanted okay, it. So let's, okay, so let's, I just want to talk about, like, there's a micro story of Louise that's, like, loosely based on her, but the macro story is about this era, right? So there's the exploitation films of the 70s. I'm just giving you a, 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 an analogy, which has getting, was got, was gotten a lot of attention in the last, like, 20 years. I remember even in the 90s learning about this, about black exploitation films, Pam Greer, et cetera, right? And right. It's, it got a lot of traction, but then this is even before that. And this is it sort is. of like the female, how would you describe it? Like the female exploitation, the female kind of like empowerment era? That... Well, it certainly wasn't meant to be that, but that's what she was trying to do. It was mostly like sex and drugs and... <laughs> Yeah. And 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 violence, you know, like in She Devils on Wheels, this guy at the end of it, um, they tie this wire across two trees and yeah. um he uh rides his motorcycle, you know, and it he gets decapitated and you see his head yeah. flying off. So, you know, so that kind of stuff but you know it's interesting again to go back to the movie theater research during the this time picture palaces they were so big and everything and it was very hard for 
them to get audiences and keep them open. And these exploitation films helped keep them open, you know, and they were, they were um, not run down and uh, sometimes in dangerous parts of downtown. And, um, but the young younger crowd would love to go and watch these films enjoy them um, it's like yeah not porn, with, but it's like it's like it's not porn at all but it's like there's like a kind of a sexual libertation like a liber like the, yeah yeah happening i would say that's right yeah and and basically so she devils on wheels so easy roger corman was making these biker movies in the 60s early 60s and then obviously easy rider comes out what 67 and then, so I'm, I'm assuming She Devils on Wheels kind of jumps on that, that success of Easy Rider of like the biker movie. But then instead of two males doing drugs and and uh, and having fun, it's females are doing it, I guess, right? Yes, and the they really were like she has this kind of documentarian impulse, yeah, because they really were a women biker gang in Miami, and they are. The gang is in the movie. Yeah. You know, she's they're they're using these um, gangs, and it's also just really interesting to see Miami in the early '60s like that too. So, so that that's my own documentarian impulse is to look at you know these films and see what the beach you know, look like what the coastline looked like in Miami in the, in the 60s. We have to so, point out that, that people, because now we live in 2023, but the certain generation doesn't understand how undermined and how like second-class citizens females were in the 1960s. Like I was, I just re finished reading a book about the seventies and females like they're like, it's, the, it's, it's so crazy how like they're like, like nobody it was such a male dominated world it's, it's a cliche to say but how they didn't they didn't they, they they were so disrespected and they didn't have any power in the world and you and so you look at this even a decade before that in like in your so she's making these movies that are like way ahead of the like 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 decades ahead of the time right like this is the era that we live in where like the mad men kind of like you know era of like you know women don't matter at all Right. They couldn't even get a credit card. Yeah, they, right? couldn't even, they weren't even allowed to get a credit card. <laughs> we weren't allowed. <laughs> that's, that's, so, that's, that's, right. People have to remember that that it's only 50 years ago, but it's it was like, you know what I mean? Like it's like this is the era, right? Yeah. Yeah. So to so to write this script, yeah. To watch her evolve and try to, you know, be make movies that mattered. And she's a beautiful woman. Yeah. And and she um, but she has a brain and she has ambition. And so but it just it still was difficult for her because um, because her the director, you know, she's an associate producer. She's doing she's writing the scripts. She's meeting these people, you know, like the biker gang. She's doing costume design. She's doing it all, you know. But he won't give her any credit, and even which is the theme of the '60s, right? And then, and he he's like, that's what he did. Like he's, it's almost like an Ike and Tina Turner thing going on, right? Where like, yeah, yeah. There's abuse, right? She's the she's the talent, but he's taking all the credit, right? So, a absolutely. 
So, um, so, you know, that's what I saw in her story. And I wanted to tell the academic story, but I also wanted more people to know the story, which means it can't just be an academic story, right? Because you know how that goes. And so, um, so, so I set out to write the script and, um, and I think it's, pretty good what do you think no it's it seems to be doing pretty well right on the, on the circuit so yeah, it, you know, yeah we're having a great conversation about it because like i said you're telling this individual story but there's this gigantic thematic that's that's occurring within your script right where like this is a story that historically speaking needs to be told i think so yeah and so that's the first time I mean, I'm a historian, you know, so I've written um, books and many essays and stuff about history that I think needs to be told. But this is the first time I've done that in in a script. So and it really appeals, you know, to my researchy side and everything. But then that I get to kind of make it how I want it to end. It is also nice. Well, like, that's, so I'd that's, like her story to end. That's my next follow-up question because she's last credited. Uh, her last credit is 1968, but she's still alive. Have you reached out to her? Have you like talked to her? I've re- I've talked to her um, her niece, and she does not want to talk about this period of her life. So um, she's not. she's not interested, you know, I think she's embarrassed about this part of her life. So this is not something I've been able to talk to her about. She's aware that I'm doing this work though. Gotcha. So she, what do you think, what do you think her feeling about that is? Like, I'm sure there's, she feels a little bit good about it. I, I would think so because it's all very affirming of what she, you know, has done and did, but, Sometimes people just don't want to go there with their past. Yeah, I get it. Well, I'm sure that it, like it, it opens up a can of worms, right? So like that she doesn't want to talk about. So yeah, yeah. But she should be proud of what she did. And I don't think that that's part of what the story was in the past. It was just, a, you know, because he always just talked about it, that these are like in that article, first article, you know, she writes dirty movies and it's like, they're not dirty movies. I mean, so, um, but that was the way people, they got the attention, you know, to get people in the movie theaters to watch them. Like, yeah. Like, like teenage boys. (laughs) Right. Yeah, exactly. So, okay, so so you did, so you basically, you do a lot of research and then sort of, but then you gave her like this character or this real person, like a, a happy ending, I guess. Yeah, and it was, um, there. I found an article about her when she was just getting started in the movies when she was a nudie cutie actress about this Hungarian guy that she was just crazy about. And um, the reporter you could just tell between the lines that the reporter's like, do you really want to, do you really want to talk about this guy? And so I created this reporter and this character. Um, He was called the Hungarian, the Miami Hugh Hefner 
and you know this playboy character and she just flipped over him and so there is you know because i like relationship stories she does have this um relationship with him and um but in this one he's portuguese and his name is sebastian and they you know kind of hit and miss and uh he's kind of petrified by her because of her ambition and her brains and her beauty and so he blows it and then at the end she goes to new york city and um is becomes this documentary filmmaker and he shows up at her steps like a year later and has given her you know like he just you know it's not like he's going to be texting her or anything in the 60s so um so it ends with them um you know hopefully having a relationship so um because you know i like happy endings (laughs) 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 so my stuff you know has kind of a sweetness to it as you know because you said you write about you write books and you write about history and you but you like at the same time you like happy endings so it, it makes me optimistic about our future i i hope so i mean i'm yeah i somehow can always turn even my thriller is sweet and has a happy ending but um so i think that um i i i hope so i hope that um we have a a future at all right (laughs) oh gosh but that's a different conversation so um and um i wanted to thank you for doing um postage due and as i wrote to you um i really appreciated um the work that you the um what do you um screenplay movie that you guys did for postage due no, well, you guys did postage due, which was just oh yeah, the, the reading, yeah, the movie, the movie we yeah. did shelter, and then we did we just did the reading of postage due, right? Yeah, and um, and I wanted just to thank you for that. A lot of people have watched it and they just love it, and I think you guys got it completely on point, and I really appreciated that. And I did want to tell you too that shelter. I just had a conversation with a producer, um about shelter last week and um he wants me to nip a few things and then he's going to take it to hallmark oh perfect yeah that makes a lot of sense yeah nip a few <laughs> it things. does i just take a little edge off here and there you well, know but he's like they, yeah. they have new leadership and they're looking for quality content so he wants to take it to there so i'm i'm not going to disagree with that so yeah, so basically that well, there's a love story, I guess, right? So basically, like she's a movie theater owner, uh, and then uh, it's a based on a character who's a movie theater owner in like in a small exactly. town, exactly. Right? And Hallmark yep, loves yep, those yep. small town. I know right? it's on the beach. It's a little yeah. beach, you know, a little beach thing. Yeah. So he was um, he was very complimentary, so um, and a nice guy and smart. So um, so I uh, look forward to seeing where that. Well, I hope they don't change so, too much, right? So things have been going pretty well. Yeah. But I hope they don't change too much, but it's like, yeah, cause right. Like, yeah. Cause you don't want the like the the big city guy coming in and like, you know, 
basically helping her. You know what I mean? Like it's the it's the hallmark trope, I guess, right? Where like two people different, like small town, yeah. big city, and <laughs> they're gonna they 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 have their opposites in all kinds, but then they they have this connection, I guess, right? So right, and like you said, that they have a, they have new leadership, so they're 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 looking for a little slightly different story. So he thought that that would be good. So we'll see. It's progress, I think. Definitely progress. Anybody reading my stuff is progress, right? No, so, but, but right now your day job is that you're, are you still a professor at the university? Oh, I am. I am. I teach writing and screenwriting and, um, and I work with graduate students um, on their final projects um, in communication. So it's not always, cinema related um and so um so that's just a really a great gig northern arizona university is um i've been super supportive of all my screenwriting stuff and they um really appreciate what i'm doing so so that's good you know and then you're are you writing any books right now you know i I have a new book contract, but I haven't told the publisher yet, but I'm going to hold off on that because I think that um, my book, The Spirit of the City about Detroit, um, just came out since the last time we talked. And I think I'm just going to hold off and focus on screenwriting for now because things seem to be gaining some momentum and it's hard it book right book writing and screenwriting at the same time is yeah. and being a professor, being a professor is, yeah. is a lot. Yeah. 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 Well, well, you seem you seem busy. So you and you also want to like do something leisurely leisurely, one would assume, and have a life as well besides writing, I guess, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm I mean, I'm an equestrian, you know, so I'm with horses every day too which yeah. is my kind of the balance That's cool. being around horses you have to be very much in the present moment or they will kill you <laughs> so. i was gonna say if you had any if you had any injuries in question injuries at all um i have a yeah for sure because i've been riding since i was little yeah um and i have a huge mule um, who turns out isn't really rideable, but I didn't understand that until she like slammed me to the ground um, several times. She's like 1,500 pound creature that's very, very strong. Her mom was a draft horse, like a Clydesdale, and her yeah. dad was a donkey. <laughs> so she's beautiful and she's part of the family, but she just, and she does stuff. But she she's not really writable, and I wouldn't let anyone else do it because I don't want anyone to die. So a Clydesdale and a donkey hook up, and they <laughs> yeah, and they have Dottie the mule. <laughs> and so the general question, uh, I'm curious because what can what can we learn? What can you learn from a horse? What do you learn from a horse? Um, well, it really is about that present moment being present with them you have to you know I'm a meditator and a yogi and a writer and a writer and they're all the same thing it's all about just practice and um and being present and being present over and over and over again um and just continue to showing 
showing up. And so, um, and, you know, I do meditation with my um, college students, my writers before the beginning of class, um, every time we meet. And, and that is just my whole philosophy. And people are always like, you do so much. You're so busy. Da, da, da. I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess. Because it's just showing up every day and doing the same thing. Yeah. And, you know, and, and so being with horses, besides, I think people say I'm half horse. So that makes it, um, you know, they're with, I'm with my people. Um, but I, um, it really is just that commitment and discipline and showing up and never waiting for inspiration, you know, which is what, uh, being a writer, being a writer, being a yogi, being a med meditator. You don't wait till you're ready for the right time. You just keep showing up every day and practice. It's all practice. It's all practice. Well, that's a great, great way to, to, to finish this off. I really appreciate your time again. And fantastic. It's a really this is a great idea. Some great ideas that you have here. So best of luck with uh, Hallmark. Best of luck. Well, you're already an accomplished writer. So but I know you want to get into the screen screen uh, screenplay game and get something produced and uh, anything that we can do to help out that we we're here. So thank you so much and it's nice to see you again and thank you for all your help and support and um goodness thank you very much that means a lot <laughs> it means a lot to me too one two three four five six